Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Thursday, September the 2nd, 2021. So today we're reading from James chapter 3, verses 13, through James chapter 4, verse 12. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder in every practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but you do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? I would add friendship with the systems of the world, just for clarification there. Therefore, if anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes, therefore anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think scripture says without reason that jealousy longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us, but he gives us more grace? That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify you hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister judges them, speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, are you, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? Wow, there's a whole lot in there. But all of it boils down to this, first of all, that selfishness is the root of everything, all kinds of evil. And selfishness in our day has become in vogue, if you will. Uh, we almost celebrate selfishness. When I was a kid, there was this commercial uh, that Burger King used to do. It said, have it your way right away at Burger King now. And if you used to be able to get your hamburger the way you wanted it at Burger King, now you can get just about anything 
at any time you want it, delivered to you, given to you just as you ask for it, when you ask for it. You don't have to wait. Just have Amazon Prime and you'll get something in two days or maybe one day. It's just the way of the world. It's the way this world works. And that's why I said when James is talking about not loving the world, he's talking about loving the systems of the world. Obviously, Jesus loves the people of the world and God loves the people of the world. Uh, Jesus and God are one, by the way, along with the Holy Spirit, just in case you're wondering. Um, But God loves the people of this world. And so James is trying to get to church folks to say um, all this selfishness, this bitterness, this envy, all the things that, that, that you see, all the issues in the world, all the problems, all the division. We may see some of that in our world. That's a little bit of sarcasm there. We see it all over the place. It comes from this root of selfishness. And in the middle of this passage, it talks about then what should we do with this selfishness? I, I do want to say there are some forms of selfishness in our society that even kind of sound good. Like I'll see people say things like, well, I'm just going to go, you know, do me. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm just going to leave that behind. I'm going to take care of myself. And, and while that may sound good and, and there is a healthy understanding of self, Often what it is is just a veiled form of selfishness. I'm just going to do what I want to do. I don't care what anybody else thinks. I'm going to do what I want to do. What Christ calls us to is is a healthy self-image where we find ourselves in God. So we find who we really are by being loved by God. And so we no longer need everyone else's approval. So we don't go out and seek approval And that's what a lot of selfishness really is. It's seeking to be seen, to be heard. It's wanting people to notice us. Um, Once we have rested in God, and once we believe that we are God's child, that we are loved, that we are forgiven, that there is grace for us, then we can give our lives away. It doesn't have to be about us anymore. We're free to serve others. And so Jesus says, if you want to find your life, you'll lose it. And selfishness is the exact opposite of this. This passage actually gets at that. It says that we should wail and mourn, purify our hearts, uh, come near to God, and he will come near to you. That that is the cure for selfishness, to admit uh, the sin that exists in us, to, to confess, and there will be more grace. It says God gives more grace. The scripture also says, that God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And so this passage today, it's all about, even in the church, sometimes those selfishness creeps in. Imagine that. And then there becomes all kinds of uh, division and factions and divisiveness and anger and bitterness and hostility. And when it creeps in even to the church, what James is saying is that the solution for that is repentance The solution for that is to even wail and mourn. The solution for that is to humble ourselves before the Lord. And God will give us the grace that we need. 
And then we will be free once we have received grace and once we know who we are. We are children of God. We are loved by God. We don't have to look out for ourselves anymore. God is looking out for us. We are free then to serve others, to give our lives away. And Jesus says, when you lose your life, then you find it. So often we think that if we have if we're going to find our life, we have to go out and selfishly kind of seek and figure it out. And God says, come to me, uh, confess, repent, wash your hands, as this uh, passage says, and you will find that his grace is sufficient for you. In this passage, it says, come near to God and he will come near to you. Um, because God gives more grace. And then the, the final part of this passage simply talks about judging others. Uh, when, when we are focused on looking at our own shortcomings, when we are humble enough, uh, because it says God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble, when we're humble enough to see our own failings, then we're a lot less likely then to judge others. Because we realize God has plenty of work to do on us. We can, we can resist the temptation to have to be the judge of everyone else because we know that God has been so merciful and gracious to us and that we have plenty of areas that God can work on in us. And we let God be the judge and we just seek to live for him. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. And I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.